0: Sharice Johnson Moore here Um, I'm going to try to read this As best as I can today This is your daily devotional Um, Right now I'm in excruciating Pain in my back And I need all my prayer warriors To pray For me Today I'm going to try to read This passage to you as best as I can Today, we're going to be reading Joshua 10, 1 through 43. Joshua 10, 1 through 43. And it is about the sun stand still and conquest of the southland the, the, and the northern conquest. So the sun sits still, the conquest of the Southland, and the Northern Conquest. So, I hope you enjoy this reading for today. Like I said, I'm not feeling very well, but I'm going to give you the word. And it's a real interesting word this morning. Because it is dealing with whatever is attached to you must be taken care of. Whatever is attached to you must be taken care of. So, let's get busy with this reading and I will do the best I can for you today for Daily Devotional. Okay, babies? Uh, all right, now let's get busy. <music> Joshua 10, one through... Forty-three, and it reads: Now it came to pass when Adonizadik, Adonizadik, king of Jerusalem, had heard how Joshua had taken Ai and had utterly destroyed it, as he had done to Jericho and her king. So he had done to Ai and her king, and how the inhabitants of Gibeon had made peace with Israel, and were among them, that they feared greatly, because Gibeon was a great city, as one of the royal cities, and because it was greater than Ai, and all the men thereof were mighty. Wherefore, Adonai Zedek. Adonai Zedek, king of Israel, sent unto Hohem, king of Hebron, and unto Pyram, king of Jarmuth, and unto Japhiel, king of Nachish, and unto De- 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 Deber, king of el Eglon saying come up unto me and help me that we may smite Gibeon for it hath made peace with Joshua and the children of Israel therefore the five kings of the Amorites the king of Jerusalem the king of Hebron the king of Jarmuth." The king of Lashish, the king of Eglon, gathered themselves together, and went up, they and all their hosts, and encamped before Gibeon, and made war against it. And the men of Gibeon sent unto Joshua to the camp of Gilgal, saying, Slack not thy hand from thy servants. Come up to us quickly, and save us, and help us. For all the kings of the Amorites that dwell in the mountains are gathered together against us. So Joshua ascended from Gilgal, he and all the people of war with him and all the mighty men of valor. And the Lord said unto Joshua, Fear them not, for I have delivered them unto thine hand. There shall not a man of them stand before thee. Joshua therefore came unto them suddenly, and went up from Gilgal Gilgal that night all night. And the Lord discomfited them before Israel and slew them with a great slaughter at Gibeon and chased them along the way that go up to horon and smote them in Azekah and unto Mekadah and it came to pass as they fled from before Israel and were in the going down to Bethlehem that the Lord cast down great stones from heaven upon them unto Azekah and they died They were more which died from hailstones than they whom the children of Israel slew with the sword. Then spake Joshua to the Lord in the day when the Lord delivered up the Amorites before the children of Israel. And he said in the sight of Israel, Ah! Y'all forgive me, Lord. Forgive me. Forgive me. Forgive me. And it came to pass. Oh, okay, wait a minute. Then spoke Joshua to the Lord in the day when the Lord delivered of the Amorites for the children of Israel and said in the sight of Israel, Son, Stand thou still upon Gibeon, and thou moon in the valley of Argelon. And the sun stood still, and the moon stayed, until the people had avenged themselves upon their enemies. Is not this written in the book of Joshua? So the sun stood still in the midst of heaven. And hastened not to go down about a whole day. And there was no day like that before it or after it. That the Lord hearkened unto the voice of a man. For for the Lord fought for Israel. And Joshua returned and all. Israel with him unto the camp of Gilgad. And these five kings fled. But these five kings fled and hid themselves in a cave in Mechadah. And it was told Joshua, saying the five kings are found here in a cave at Mechadah. And Joshua said, Roll great stones upon the mouth of the cave. And set men by it for to keep them, and stay ye and stay ye not, but pursue after your enemies, and smite the high most of them, suffer them not to enter into their cities, for the Lord your God hath delivered them into your hand, and it came to pass <clears throat> and it came to pass and Joshua and the children of Israel had made an end, of slaying them with a very great slaughter, till they were consumed, that the rest which remained of them entered into fenced cities. And all the people returned to the camp of, camp to Joshua at Mecca. In peace, none moved his tongue against any of the children of Israel. Then said Joshua, open the mouth of the cave, and bring out those five kings unto me out of the cave. And they did so, and brought forth those five kings unto him out of the cave, the king of Jerusalem, the king of Hebron, the king of Jarmuth, the king of Lashish, and the king of Eglon. And it came to pass, when they brought out those kings unto Joshua, that Joshua called for all the men of Israel, and said unto the captain of the men of war, which went with him, Come near, put your feet upon the neck of these kings. And they came near and put their feet upon the necks of them. And Joshua said unto them, Fear not, nor be dismayed, be strong and of good courage. For thus shall the Lord do to all your enemies against ye against whom ye fight. And afterward Joshua smote them and slew them and hanged them on five trees. And they were hanging upon the trees until the evening. And it came to pass at the time of the going down of the sun that Joshua commanded, and they took them down off the trees and cast them into the cave wherein they had been hid and laid great stones in the cave's mouth which remain until this very day. And that day Joshua took mechadine and smote it with the edge of the sword. And the king thereof he utterly destroyed them and all the souls that were therein. He let none remain and he did to the king of Mecca as he did unto the king of Jericho. Then Joshua passed from Mecca and all Israel with him, unto Libna, Libna, and fought against Libna. And the Lord delivered it also, and the king thereof, and to the hand of Israel. And he smite it with the edge of the sword, and all the souls that were therein. He let none remain in it but did unto the king thereof as he did unto the king of Jericho. And Joshua passed from Libna and all Israel with him unto Lashish, and encamped against it, and fought against it. And the Lord delivered delivered Lashish into the hand of Israel, which... Took it to the oh, Jesus, help me. Oh, Jesus, help me. Oh, Jesus, help me. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Y'all pray for me. Oh, pray for me, honey. Pray for me. Oh, oh Jesus, help me. Oh, okay which took it to the second day and smote it with the edge of the sword and all the souls that were therein according to all that he had done to live Then Ham, then Horam king of Giza came up to help Lashish and Joshua smote him and his people until he did until he had left Him none remain remaining. And from Lashish, Joshua passed unto Eglon and all Israel with him, and they encamped against it and fought against it. And they took it on that day and smote it with the edge of the sword, and all the souls that were therein he utterly destroyed that day, according to all that he had done to Lashish. And Joshua went up from Eglon and all Israel with him, Until Hebron, Hebron, and they fought against it, and they smote it, and, and they took it, and smote it with the edge of the sword. And the king thereof, and all the cities thereof, and all the souls that were therein, he left none remaining, according to all that he had done in Eglon, but destroyed it utterly and all the souls that were therein. And Joshua returned, and all Israel with him to Deber, and fought against it. And he took it, and the king thereof, and all the cities thereof, and they smote them with the edge of the sword, and utterly destroyed all the souls that were therein. He left none remaining. As he had done to Hebron, so he he did to Deber, And to the king thereof, as he had done also to Libna and to her king. So Joshua smote all the countries of the hills, and of the south, and of the vale, and of the springs, and all their kings. He left none remaining, but utterly destroyed all that breathed, as the Lord God of Israel commanded And Joshua smote them from Kadesh Kadesh bar even unto Gaza and all the country of Goshen even unto Gibeon. And all these kings and their land did Joshua take at one time because the Lord God of Israel fought for Israel. And Joshua returned and all Israel with him to the camp of Gilgad. I have read to you Joshua 10, 1 through 43. And, oh, dear Heavenly Father, we come to you to say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us to see another day, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the word. Thank you, Lord, for teaching us that no matter what comes up against us, Lord, we shall prevail. With you on our side, Lord, we thank you in the mighty name of Jesus. May you add a blessing to the reason of his word. In Jesus' name I do pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Good morning, everyone. Sharice <clears throat> Johnson-Moore here. The uh, chapter that you just heard was 10, 1 through 42. 1 through 4, Joshua 10, 1 through 42. And in this chapter you see that Joshua has made a, a oath, a, a bond with Gibeonites. And with that bond, with that friendship, with that uh, uh, relationship between them, the Gibeonites, they are asking Joshua to help them because all the other, the other um, people that live in the area have come against them and asked Joshua for help. And, and you see in God's glory. God gives Joshua instructions on how to help the people. <clears throat> Joshua goes to war for the people. They give you knights, <clears throat> and God also helps too. When you linked up with the right people, <laughs> when you linked up with the right people in your circle, and you hooked up with God, you hooked up with God first. And then you hooked up with God's people and Joshua and the the children of Israel. It's all about your connection. The who you're connected to. And when you get, when you can go to your friends and say, this is something that I'm dealing with. And the friends say, I got your back. And then they perform what they say they got your back for. That's a true friend. That's a true ally. That's a true uh, person that really has your best interests at heart. And especially when you got God and when you got God, a God connection. Excuse me with these people. Now, when I read the scripture, I was in excruciating pain excruciating pain, I was, I have a problem with my sciatic nerve, and that's why I have not been able to give you your daily devotionals, because I have been down, I have been bedridden, and um, uh, went to a doctor, Handle that, okay, so I'm, I'm good now, <clears throat> thank you for all the prayers, um, that, that you gave, Thank you for all the well wishes on my social media page when I posted that about my sciatic nerve problem. Prayers are answered. Thank you. <coughs> okay, but it seems when I recorded this, I was in pain. God helped me with the pain and gave me instructions. And this is all the, the same. It's the same same thing. When you ask the right people in your life for guidance, when you ask the right people for help, and they do not hesitate, keep those relationships. Because God is not going to steal you wrong in your relationships when you put Him first. So Joshua goes out and fights for the Gibeonites. And God assists. That's a powerful thing. When you can go to someone and, and say, look, I'm in trouble. I need help. I need prayers. I need financial assistance. I need, you know, they, there's always going to be a need for someone to step in for somebody else's prayer, worship, wisdom, Warrior mode. Okay, say that again. It's always going to be somebody that needs your help financially, mentally, physically, spiritually, in war and in, in warrior worship, praise and worship, uh, prayers, uh, stepping as intercessors for you to do the to 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 to. to to do do to, to help you along the way. And when you find those relationships, keep them. And you know, if you, if you 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 that's just like I was I was speaking about when you have the right people in your circle. When you have the right people in your circle and you don't have you, When you have the right people in your circle, things happen. They happen. Things happen. God is in your circle. God going to make sure you are all right in your journey, whether you are in trial or tribulation, sickness and in health, or uh, just destitute and down and out. So, my word to you today is get some people... Do your research now. You can't have everybody in your circle. Okay. Alright. And you gotta know what that relationship can must consist of in order to keep that relationship going. Okay. We as a we as people need to have the right people in our circles. Because if we don't, you will you will end up picking the wrong people to have a fight with when it comes to warfare, when it comes to, to someone come upon you and want to fight you. Okay? And I say that because everybody is not for you. They some people have arterial motives or why they're connected to you because it's gonna benefit them. And if they're in the in the place where it's all about them and they always want and they always want you to give to them and always want you to do for them. But when it's time to pour the oil back into your cup, they do not have any oil to pour. I'm gonna say that again. Cause I was talking to uh, um uh in my In in my episode of Authors Extra Sunday, I was talking to Elder Felicia Edmonds. And we got into a real deep conversation uh, yesterday after the broadcast. And this, it it came unto me. That women are so into being nurturers, givers, lovers, taking care of children, taking care of house, taking care. And we're pouring our oil. Men and women, I'm going to say men and women. We are so busy pouring into other people that our cups get empty. But you have to teach the children how to pour oil back into you. You have to teach the children how to pour oil and do certain things that will help you as you get older in life. Okay? This is why I say it is good to be connected to the right people. And teach along the way our adolescence of how to do certain things in life. Don't just let them grow up. They don't know about money. They don't know about bills. All they know about is give me because you have given them uh, everything that you didn't have as a kid. Okay? No. You have to learn how to work. Y'all learn how to about money. Y'all learn about life. Y'all learn, sit down and talk to your children. That's your pouring your oil into your children. So when it's time for that oil to be poured back into you, it will be poured back into you the older you get. You know, and that older generation, after you turn 50 years old, sometime you know, even though, I'm just saying all the time, teach our children in the ways that they should go, for they shall not depart from it. We're not sitting there talking to them, teaching them anything. They do not understand the purpose of oil, the, the purpose of the oil being poured, or, or or what's in your cup. If it's empty, you can't do anything for anybody. That's just like the relationship between Joshua, children of Israel, and the Gibeonites. Pour oil into someone, and it shall be poured back on unto you. It's called reciprocation. Business owners. Find the right people to work in your business. Do your research. Do your homework. Do background checks. Do all that when it comes to people. I'm giving y'all something here because it don't take both, it, it don't take but one person to come and start dissension in a group, or uh, in a workplace or in your life. Period. You have to learn how. To pour the oil into the right people for it to be a anointed relationship, whether it's business, personal, whatever. And we are women that we we are nurturers. And we have to learn that when we pick our people in our lives, or pick what we're gonna do in our lives, we have to learn how to have discernment. That's another word we need to do. When you have a relationship with God, God tell if you have when you have a relationship with God, God is going to pick the right people, send you the right people that He know that you need in your relationship or uh, to continue this journey in life. Whether it's business or personal. And I, you know, we, we talked about it. Me and Miss Felicia, we talked about it. I said, look. Learn how to pour. Learn how to pour that oil into yourself. There ain't nothing wrong with saying no sometimes to people, men and women. Even our family members. Don't exclude them. Okay? Because they're your family. Sometimes they sometimes we have family members that's always give me, feel sorry for me. I I need, I won't. Look, when you gonna get up and do something for yourself. Okay. Pour oil into someone. Whether it's teaching, preaching, giving a positive word, words of encouragement, help somebody out. Um, I, I, I recently uh, just learned, I, 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 I'm, I'm stepping into this new role of coaching other authors. And that is my oil, pouring my oil on someone else. Because if they don't know, I want to give them all the information that they need. When God gives you a word to give to somebody, get that word. And when God gives you a word, do what God asks you to do. Don't put it off for tomorrow. Don't procrastinate. Don't shuck and jab. Don't mess around. Do it as God give it to you. And this is the story of Joshua and children of Israel with their relationship with God. And they formed another relationship with the givenites. Now, we see what happens to them. We see what happened to all those people that came up against the Gibeonites. God totally, literally destroyed them people, because He says, "Touch not mine anointed." God has has anointed this relationship between Joshua, children of Israel, and the Gibeonites. He has ordained it. He has sustained it. He is work. They are working together to have a better community. Um, they are working together and. That's what we have to do in our communities. It's a community. God, God gives us ways we can help other people. Whether they're homeless, whether they're destitute, whether they they are they 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 need people need help. And not just preaching the word at them. When these people ask for help, get them a way where they can go get the resources. De- devote the resources. Give them resources of what they can go do for themselves to better themselves. If you know how you can help this person, tell this person. Don't, you can't keep all the information to yourself. Okay, because I've seen that in relationships where they learn something new and then they, oh, I don't want to tell nobody because I think it's, you know, it's about me and and I don't want to share and all that. Okay, look, share the information because God says we have to love one another even we, we have to love one another. That's part of love, sharing and inspiring and motivating and invigorating each other. To become a better person, to become the better version of themselves that God wants them to be, and when we hold this in our hearts, we hold all this stuff into ourselves. We that's not that's not of God. And you know, it it, ge- it gives me pleasure to help other people. To know that I've given them the resources to to step into a new level, to step into a new place, to step through that open door, to to open their eyes to knowledge they didn't even know. It gives me joy to bring them knowledge. Because I remember as a little girl, I used to uh, play invisible school. Invisible school and had invisible students and I had a little chalkboard. I would sit there and talk and and, and talk to the children and, and things like you know and my invisible children in the next classroom. And t- on the little chalkboard, I give them assignments and okay, what is you know what is these letters? And I had letters across the board. We practice our alphabets and and we practice our numbers and and things and then. It just dawned dawned on me recently, it dawned on me recently that all this information that I have acquired in this new life that I live since being reborn again, God has given me this knowledge to turn around and serve someone else. And it gave me that reflection. It brought me, it took me back to my childhood when I used to play Invisible School with the children. Okay, so now God has given me this wisdom to share this knowledge that I have about uh, all the things I experienced as being an author, all the things that I experienced in business so far, all the things that I have learned since 2015 of getting my life back together. Um, And, and, and God has shown me that everything. Is about a new door. Stepping through that door. All right, I got this knowledge. I played that little, you know, I played that little, you know, where the invisible school children when I was younger. Now I can do it with adults. Now I'm doing it with adults. And it gives me pleasure to really understand God was already giving me this, this, God was already giving me this door. It was already open. But as a little kid, I didn't understand that at the time. And he will bring back to your recollection the things that you used to do as a child. And now you see, okay, this was what he was trying to anoint me with, is being a teacher. To teach others how to better themselves, how to come out of bondage, how to get over drug addiction i had to go through this, these experiences in my life to understand that i'm a vessel to teach others i have i have a obligation to teach others about what i know so saying that when you have relationships pour in the people all your knowledge I don't care if the experience is good or bad. It's a lesson in that for somebody that you're speaking to. When they come to you and say, look, I need help. Okay, what do you need help with? And then you let them know if you can help them or not, see. And be honest, be truthful with people when they come to you when they need this help. Be honest and truthful. Don't lie to people. Don't say, I can do something. No, you can't do it. Don't do that to people because you'll you you mess people up when you start that line, you know, where oh, I could do this, I could do that, I could do this. And then um, you test a person and they really can't do it. And it's like really disappointing to this person. It's disappointing when you tell a lie or a fear on yourself that you tell this to another person. Now, if you lie to me, you'll lie to yourself. That's how I look at that. Um... But pour your wisdom. Give them the knowledge. Don't push people away. Because people out here need help. They need help. People need help. So show them what God has laid on your heart to do. Okay. Um, and, and, And form those relationships with people that keep those relationships close to you. That you that you're that you're pouring your oil into. Keep it close. Now, when they take that information and they don't do nothing with it, that's not your that's not your thing. Don't get mad when people don't want to take your advice. Don't get mad when people just brush it off and they think they know everything. Okay, you've done your part. You've done your part to pour that all that knowledge, that information into your, this person. And it is not your problem after you have, have given them a word. Okay? Don't take it personal. Don't, don't get an attitude. Don't do none of that. Because after you've given them the knowledge that God told you to give them, that's on them. Okay? I just want to uh, say, you know, thank you for the prayers. Thank you for everything that you have done for me. Okay? And I love you. And I want you to have a blessed day. And this is my prayer for you. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, we come to you today to say thank you. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, we come to to say, teach us. Reach us and teach us and place people in our lives that we can pour our oil into. Teach us that it is a blessing to pour our oil into people. But teach us also about discernment, about who we pour the oil into. Okay? Lord, we thank you. We receive this word. We receive your knowledge this morning. We receive everything that you have given us. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us to see this day, allowing us to have the breath in our bodies, activity of our limbs, and we are in our right minds just for the day, Lord. And with your precious name and the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 I want you to have a blessed day. Bye, babies. I talk to you tomorrow morning for your daily devotional. Bye. Hello, everyone. Cherise Johnson Moore here, your hope builder, lifting you out of your sorrow by guiding you to see the Christ within through scripture and practical applications. Yes, child. LBM TV has advertising spots open, and we want you to join the family. You want to advertise your book trailer. Your candle business, your writing business, your ghost writing, your uh, construction business, uh, your 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 home renovation business. We are here for you. We want to give you the exposure that you need in this season. So, if you are interested in advertising on LBM TV. Just come and see me, Sharice Johnson Moore. You can reach me at I am Sharice at ShariceNJohnsonMoore.com and let's sit down and expose your business to the world. Okay? Come on now. Advertise, advertise, advertise. <laughs> I'm Hello, everyone, and welcome to LBM TV. I am Sharice Johnson Moore, owner and CEO of LBM TV. Here at LBM TV, our objective is to give you programming that will invigorate, motivate, and inspire you. Our programming will provide you with insight in-depth knowledge and solutions in your daily living. We can be seen on every smart TV, smartphone globally. We're located on C1 Media Smart TV app, Apple TV, Roku TV, Amazon Fire TV, Android TV, and Google TV. So get ready to enjoy positive uplifting program for your daily living here at LBMTV where we care about you